Hello, hello, hello. How are we all doing? Welcome back. Today I am joined by Rick Jupp, one of the founding members of English rock band Elbow, chatting through some of his favourite moments in the band, the reasons why he left, what he's been doing since, and the usual drib drab from me. So yeah, without further ado, let's get into it. Hello, 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 hello. Right, there we go. There's, there's level. We're going. We're, we're on. Hit me. We're on. We're live. How are you, mate? I'm, I'm not too bad, you know. It's been a while. I'm trying to think the last time I saw you now. It would have been, oh, God. <sighs> two, I don't want to say two years ago, but I feel like it's been two years. It's two years. It's definitely two years. Because I think you were the first lot when I started at, um, in Manchester, uh, at Ben Manchester. You were the first year, because um, uh, yeah, Aaron got me in there because I, I was at uh, ACM when I left Elbow. All right. I was at uh, ACM. Um, Christ, I can't remember his name now. Um, the guy who's at Water Bear Music now. I should know his name. Anyway, my, my wife kicks my ass every time I do this because <laughs> I've met so many people over the years, and it sounds really bad, but I just like. Even some dude who was, um, I was out walking the dog the other day. This is probably not part of the podcast, but, you know, whatever. Oh, this um, is it. This is the point. It's having, <laughs> this a, is, having a catch up. This is it. It's this, what is we want. Go- this is gold, man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and literally, I have had, um, the other day included, some guy who, who knew me from college. And I literally, I was chatting to him for about 20 minutes. Didn't have a clue who he was. <laughs> but you try and, you try and, I know what you mean. You, you know when you're talking to someone and you try and like figure out the name without asking them the name. <laughs> Luckily, when it, it, it's Ernie, it, uh, oh no, uh, Eric from, <laughs> uh, from from college, I was just like, oh, of course, yeah, of course, man. Not not a Scooby Doo's, not a Scooby Doo's. Anyway, anyway, I I know your name and I know my name and I know my wife's name and my son's name and my dog's name. So there we go. We're all right. As long as as long as we keep to that, we should be all right. <laughs> we should be good. Because I was trying to think. I was watching. Um, it came up not long back. Mm. Um, I say not long back. It was. I was scrolling through and I found it. I think you assessed my final ensemble piece. Ensemble yes. piece. And what language was that? On ensemble piece. Bloody hell! I went a little bit French there. Um, yeah, I think at, at the bread shed or something. I think that was the last was. time I saw you. No oh, it would have been anyway. Oh my um, god! Which would have been. Ju- no, ju- ju- I want to say June 2018. Yeah. Sounds about right. Sounds about right. And and honestly, no joking aside, you're you know you 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 were killing it, mate. You were killing it from oh, day one. Do you know what oh, I mean? Gosh. And it's so nice to see you doing this. So nice to see you. You know your profile, uh, the way you've got your setup. Uh, I can't believe you got that Sona kit, man. Oh, I tell you, it's a. That, I'm never letting go of that. Never no, letting go of that. No, 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 no. Never, never let that go. Um, and the way you've got the, the 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 it looks great. Are you still in that? I mean, I don't know what. I don't want to give the sort of game away. But you're still in the same place that you were before. Yeah, still in a little metal box. Still in a little storage unit. Oh, man, I think um, is is it? Do you know? Do you follow John Holbrook? Yeah, John. Yeah, John. Right. Okay. There you go. Um, I know uh, as he as he moved, but he he was in one of those storage units. 
Yeah, I remember. I remember it being quite funny actually. Uh, when would I have moved? I think I've been in um, the place that I've been in for nearly. Well, it'll be coming up to five years in August. Jeez. And um, it's quite funny. Obviously, like there's different storage units and whatnot, and they all kind of have their colour. Yeah. So the one that I'm at, it's kind of uh, recognisable by the big orange doors. And I saw John maybe, what, three years back? I don't know how long ago it was, but a, a year or so after I'd moved into my unit, he started uploading videos. I was like, hang on, I recognise that door. Where, where's he at? <laughs> and he'd, he'd moved into like the similar kind of, because it's, you know, it's a huge company that I went from. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think he's just, he's moved back, back home. He's, he's not far from where my parents are from. Um, right. Originally, which is how I ran into him, but yeah, it's yeah. the storage unit's the it's the life. It's much cheaper than a practice room. Twenty four hour access. Twenty four hour access, man. You can make as much noise as you want. Exactly, right? and I tell you what, load in, load out is a dream because you've got trolley galore. You just pick up a trolley, wheel it down, whack your gear on, and you're in the car in five minutes. It's the new rehearsal room, isn't it? It is. It is. I mean, you've got to be kind of pick, not picky. Um, I can't remember exactly. I think I. It, I think the place I'm at was either 22 or 23 on the list of storage units that I rang, and they were the first people that were would let me play. Really? Um, yeah, because it is pretty loud. Um, well, it, yeah, the, the, there's not a there's not a drop of uh, of any kind of soundproofing in those things, and they they are metal, which is not not um, good for other people. For us, it's great. You get some oh, good, I love good it. sounds, man. But that was the that was the agreement I made. I said, look, I'll try and keep it. You know, if I hear anyone else around and about the units, I'll uh, I'll knock it down. But enough about me. I appreciate the kind words, but oh, that's all. we don't, we <laughs> don't want to hear about me. We don't want to hear about me. So, Ollie, how long have you been drumming, then, mate? Um, <laughs> uh, I'm just so used to doing those IG IG chats. Do you know what I, mean? I was going to say, um, is it is it weird for you being on the other side of this? Yeah, I've got uh, I've got one uh, as well this uh, this evening with uh, Mike Mike Dolber. The big Mike. Um, so he's uh, he he wanted me to come on, so it's probably a slow week for him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, that's going to be weird. Uh, a because we look like each other, uh, and B because yeah, it, it's always the other way around. But yeah, um, yeah. I, I say you log into each other's Instagrams and go live <laughs> on each other's Instagrams and see how long it takes for someone to notice. <laughs> we should, we should, man. I don't want to do a, a Mike Dolber impression, but you know. <laughs> I think it, I think it's pretty good. I was the um, I know you've because you, you've got a you've got a pretty cool. I'm trying to I always try and figure out when you upload. Is there where you work from? Because I'm yeah. Obviously, you're doing all your kind of online teaching and whatnot now. Is it outside mm. of the house or is it a room in your house? Yeah. Is it like an out? It, it, it's outhouse? one of those sort of uh, I call it a, a shed, um, but it's it, it's a posh shed. Uh, it's like a five meter by three meter box. You know, like um, the garden offices that you see online. Do you know what I mean? You, you know, by, by the by the bucket load. But it was built by um, uh, a mate of mine. His son um, James is in a band called Nova Story, um, and uh, we've had a few. You know, he's he's come in for a few uh, for a few sessions over the years and stuff, um, and got to know his dad, who's who's their sort of um, as most dads uh, will attest to. You know, he, he was taking the kit around and helped loading in, loading out. And do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, general sort of um, uh, everything uh, for the band. So, um, you know, we were chatting, uh, top lad, and they're from uh, from where I was born, uh, a place called Sottington, just north of, of where we are now uh, in Whitefield. And he's a sparky by trade, but he's one of those guys that just can build stuff 
Do you know what I mean? He, he's got. We like them people. We like them people. Uh, people like me, you just don't. I I love no nails. I mean, <laughs> just yeah, our house is just, <laughs> it's just everything. No nails and easy strips. Yeah. Yeah, odd angles and do you know what I mean? Uh, as soon as I touch a drill, just plaster sort of just fucking falls out of the uh, walls. Anyway, um, so he he built it for me. I think before. There was a sort of um, not a fashion for it, but but you know the, the, there was a call for it. Um, so it's really nice, uh, and he's 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 soundproofed it. Uh, I think he built one in his his, um, his garden for 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 some for James's band uh, to rehearse and knock out you know all those sort of extra costs as uh, as you've done. Um, so uh, yeah, I mean it's not it's not like you know. Uh, uh, digitally engineered to be perfectly soundproof, but you know um, nobody's come round. Um, well, that's where you, is that where you hold up at the moment? I'm guessing Monday. Yeah, I mean it, it's quite good. I mean we're hoping to uh, move uh, soon, so we're gonna have to build another one. But it, it's um, it's great. You know, luckily we've had a garden that was big enough. Um, and as I say, it's you know we've we've not sort of gone into regs land. Um, which was uh, which was pretty good. Although you know we wouldn't have any problems, but it's great, man. It's got it's you know it's a place to be, and I think it was great for our son Dylan while he was in uh, comprehensive school. Just Dylan has Dylan moved off now. He's he's uni, yeah he? he's yeah he's in uni. Uh, he's in MMU. He was he was <laughs> uh, in the first sort of. Um, uh, well, the lockdown in sort of October, MMU was the place where it was. It looked like a a camp. There was students outside, you know, begging for food and stuff. Uh, and every, you know, all the way uh, in the windows where it was like, you know, um, <laughs> give us drink or you know, um, and other substances. But um, <laughs> he was he was in that campus. It was his building. Did he get on all right? Or <laughs> he was he was fine. He, you know, he he, he tested uh, negative, um, and I think he they were they were actually really responsible. Uh, they were locking themselves down. They weren't sort of mingling. Obviously, there was a few that, that obviously the media uh, looked at uh, a few parties going on and stuff. But generally, you know, none of them wanted to be in that position. So they did all lock themselves down. I think, uh, I mean, Dylan had been in a two week lockdown and then he was just heading into another two weeks. So, you know, he tested negative and, you know, uh, I'm probably going to get arrested for saying this or, or fined, but we broke him out like, uh, like the A team, like Murdoch. Right. Um, no, it's got it's to it's be done. Well, this is it. And, uh, you know, it, it's like, yeah, if, um, so we got him back, and he uh, and he isolated at home. He was virtually living in the shed. Oh, uh, right. he's obviously well, he's a drummer, um, which is handy. Um, he's learning to play all sorts of instruments now. So, but primarily as a drummer, so he was he was great. He was just in here. Um, so yeah, it was it, it it's definitely served its uh, been its weight in gold really, especially with um, upping my sort of uh, private tuition and now obviously teaching online and online one-to-one tuition so it's it's been brilliant man what's the kind of um like ratio in terms of i know uh, you're still teaching at bim yeah still still at bim and and uh, still at lippo as well yeah 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 still at lippo so what's the kind of split between you know 
online lectures between BIM and Lippo and private tuition and stuff it, like that. It, it's pretty much non-stop, man. Uh, I mean, this week is, is is great because there's a there's a, a reading week um, at Lippo and with the FE lot um, at BIM. But I think because of the new sort of BIM Institute, they've done a, a different term time, so they're good, uh, they're just piling straight through. So it's a, oh, bit, right. a bit more sort of hardcore, but it's uh, but it's, it's it's working out actually, um, because especially now with the not losing impetus, but it's like no, we're just gonna just gonna keep cracking on. Um, so to be honest, it, it it's every day, all day uh, lecturing, which is great, um, and you know uh, it's sort of squeezing in. Uh, evening times with uh, with online one to ones, uh, and all day on a Saturday. So it's all day on a Saturday as well. It's pretty hardcore, man. But you know, working the Saturday shift, doing the Saturday shift, man. Uh, unfortunately, it's not time and half like it used to be in like <laughs> nineteen eighty. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? It, it's it, it's good and it's it's great because you know, Sarah, my wife, she she's she's a counsellor and which is handy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> or, <laughs> How many free seconds? Always, always mate, honestly, I owe her so much money. Um, <laughs> but uh, she's a counsellor and she teaches um, yoga, like restorative yoga, not not the sort of Instagram, she's Instagram. Oh, damn, I was wanting some of that. <laughs> I'm on a rocking Costa Rica kind of vibe, which is all well <laughs> and good, um, but it's more sort of Hatha-based uh, restorative yoga, uh, which is great for posture. All that kind of vibe, um, and you know, does all the counselling, and now she's doing a masters. So it's kind of good that I'm <laughs> out the way, really. Um, yeah, I don't sounds know. like a, there's a lot going on there. There's a lot going on, man. Um, but you know, and now you've got a new house as well. Well, hopefully, yeah. I mean, we, we're just sort of entering into that sort of particular shitstorm. Uh, sorry about the swearing, but um, yeah, oh, go ahead. It's fine. Good. <laughs> um, so it. it yeah, I mean, we, you know, Sarah's from South Manchester. When we had Dylan, we came up here because it was just cheaper to buy a house. Uh, and then, you know, we'd moved a couple of times up here uh, for Dylan and just schools and stuff like that. And and then it's like, well, he's gone. Yeah. So it's like, now we've right. got rid of him. Now we've got rid of him. Uh, love you, mate. Love you, mate. We can, uh, we, we can start, you know, uh, martinis at three, get back on the fags. Um, oh yes, and that's it. You know, this is what it's all about, dude. Living the life. <laughs> Fair enough. What's it? What's the? What's it like teaching music online? I mean, I know the one to ones. I mean, to be honest, some of the time, I, I I don't know if I prefer teaching one on ones online now because you've not got the yeah, you've not got the travel, you've not got mm. anything between. It's just log on seven o'clock, finish at eight o'clock. Yeah, but it's, what's it like with in terms of lectures and and you know the kind of university sort of stuff, because I can imagine there's quite a lot of pressure on you from that side as well. There is a bit, but I think obviously you've, you've got a, you've got a lot of the, the, the sort of safeguarding aspects, uh, which is all um, training, you know? Um, so I think both, um, both establishments, and I know I can probably say for, for, for all of them, you know, they're taking it extremely seriously. You know, what we want to do is get people back in, but, you know, first and foremost, especially for drummers, you know, you've got a, a lot who are uh, at home. You know, they can't play because mum and dad or or whoever uh, is in the house as well. 
um, and either they're working or they can't make any noise. Um, so they've got to time it. And my major concern uh, was the sort of mental health aspect. All the other stuff, you can do that. You, you can you can sort that out. You know, you can ask somebody, how do I get on? You know, is it Teams or is it Zoom or is it fucking Panopto or I don't know, um, or FaceTime or Skype or whatever. You know, you, you you can work that problem. You know, we're all creatives. We should you know be able to do that. Um, and you know what I'm like. I'm I'm a bit more sort of well, shit. I don't know what I'm doing here. Can anybody help me? And then you get it sorted. My main main concern was, uh, you know, the physical and mental well-being of the students. You know, if, if somebody's got dicky broadband or you know they can only use their phone. Um, do you know what I mean? You, you, I, I think for me, trying to make it interesting, trying to make it as um, cohesive and understandable and informative and entertaining as well. So, you know, um, I, 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 as possible. That that was my main concern. Um, I've really enjoyed it, um, and I know that by looking at you know looking at the register, yeah, th- there's no real drop-offs. So, you know, um, people are actually enjoying. Um, the process, you know. Do you think there'll be some stuff that's taken away from this? Because I know speaking to, mm. you know, several different people, my dad, for example, one, he's he's realised how many meetings um, are kind of unnecessary to have. Mm. So many people travel so far to sit in one room, which can now be done, yep. which I know, I mean, it's probably been able to, it's been doable for years, but people are now realising that the ease of online is, you know, there. Do you think it's something that's going to kind of... Absolutely, 1,000%. I think the mere fact that people are are at home, um, seeing family, (laughs) do you know what I mean? Instead of getting up uh, at half six, quarter to seven, you know, you've got to either drive to the station or you've got to walk to the station, blah, blah, blah. There's your commute. Spending so much money on traveling with not very much in return. Uh, I've only had um, a, a, a very small experience of that um, in terms of that sort of, you know, commuting to a job and then commuting back. Um, and, you know, I'm very, very thankful and very aware of the fact that I've not done it um, for 10 years, 15, 20 years. Do you know what I mean? Um you know, when you're fucking being crushed from all sides and you're spending all this money and you and you can't sit down and uh, and it's a fucking nightmare, man. So you know, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm going to sit no. here <laughs> and I'm going to have a cup of tea and you know I can just be in my in my gruds literally with a shirt and tie on top, and I'm in a meeting and I'm there. I'm I'm more in tune with with other people um, because I'm in a relaxed state. You know from, um, you know, if you're learning a new rudiment or a new groove, whatever, if you're relaxed, you're going you're gonna to enjoy the process of learning more rather than thinking, fuck, fuck, oh, I've only got five minutes, so oh, I've got to do this and I've got to do that. Yeah, it's stressful, but at the same time, you know, um, 
yeah, you, you, you can make tea and then go and have your meetings and tea's... Do you know what I mean? It, it's a little bit of a bit of a time management thing. It's not as easy as that. But when you think, well, shit, I don't have to go out there. Um, and now it's like, I probably like the, that balance thing of, of everybody having to be inside. Right, how can we make it balance a little bit more? Um, I mean, I don't know what how the impact <sighs> heading towards that sort of political thing again. Um, but that elephant, whatever you want to call yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, fuck's sake. Um, how how can people monetize a pandemic and then make a shit ton of money out of it? That's just this is just classic. So, you know, I mean, you've got all the all the land um, landlords, uh, landowners going. Fuck, we've got no rent being paid because people are actually enjoying their job because they're at home. <laughs> I don't know how that's gonna fit fit out with anybody. It's just a, it's just a comp. It's just blur, isn't it? We we have no idea what's gonna happen. Especially, I mean, I I hate to, you know, I feel like it's all anyone talks about these days. But you know, especially with what's happened and a mixture of COVID and now Brexit. Like for someone yourself who spent years and years traveling the world, playing to you know thousands of people, it's it's unfathomable how it's going to affect you know it's people ridiculous. that are trying to to get into that. Because I mean, I can't see online shows taking off. No, not at all. Balls so, that. Socially distant shows don't work because the grassroots venues can't afford to you know if they put in their venues down to twenty five percent capacity, mm-hmm. how is that going to pay anything? <sighs> well, it. it, it it, it does feed into that sort of, um, well, it's not even a conspiracy, it, it's a reality, isn't it, where where our government do not consider the creative arts, uh, the creative industries to be um, <laughs> worth anything <laughs> or worth worth their attention. But that's what, what? kept everyone together, isn't it? <sighs> In lockdown, you've got, you know, you've got your TV to watch, you've got your music to listen to. And it's just a ah oh, yeah. I don't want to don't want to dwell on it too much, but uh. no, I know. But it's but but I think it's you know I, I, I th- it's got to be it's got to be addressed. It's got to be talked about because you know or else it will just be passed over. You know, an industry that 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 presents something like four to six billion, not forty six, four to six billion pounds a year uh, for the government. If you think of anybody who is um, you know. Um, I mean, just even in regards to, to to getting a bloody mortgage and paying tax, you know, you're paying a lot of money. Um, and when you're self-employed and proving this and proving that and paying accountants fees and stuff like that, you you know, you you're paying your way. The industry is ridiculous in terms of the the amount of money it it provides this country and it's con- this country standing on the world stage, you know, but to, to, to now sort of hack at the knees of, of, of all these new bands, new artists, new singer-songwriters, you know, they've got to pay a fucking carne, plus they've got to organise somebody to sort that out for them. Then you've got to pay a visa, uh, pay for a visa for every single country that you visit. I haven't... I kind of stopped there. I don't know what else is involved, to be honest. It just got me so fucking angry. Um, and he, he, even though I'm not touring, you know, I understand the amount of work that tour managers um, 
and everybody, you know, don't get me wrong, do. And it's just making it so much more difficult and more difficult for um, artists to come over here. Exactly. I, f- I think that's the, it's going to be one of the kind of, you know, biggest, biggest problems we're facing is, you know, I, I know I had a few shows booked. When would it have been? End of August last year, I had a few shows booked in a few different, you know, countries in in Europe. But I've already been told now from the booking agent that sorted them that after looking at what it was going to cost to fly me out with the new, you know, visas in place and all these other things that I'd have to have done, it's going to be much cheaper for them to hire people out there. So I'm now losing work, which I was, you know, counting on. Well, yeah, like you say, it's just, I don't know. And had you have have you have you have you done that before? Had you had the experience of flying out and doing gigs in Europe before any lockdown? No. No. So there's that to consider. That act, that actual feeling. I mean, shit, man. You know that that's that's great. Yeah, I, that's what I mean. It was it was the fact I was going to be going away for, for I think it was five or six days, uh, doing a show every other day in a different place, but. Yeah. I was being paid to do it. I was like, well, this doesn't make sense. <laughs> Somebody's giving me, what? What's going on here? <laughs> you're putting me up in a hotel. You're giving me food vouchers every day. You're telling me I'm going to have booze at the hotels. I'm not going to have to drive anywhere for once in my life. And I'm getting paid at the end of it. What's what's going on? But this is, I think it's... And the thing is, this is going to, this is going to, you know, inform the rest of your life, which will then... You know that sort of spider's web of, of of you informing you know students that you teach or people that you meet, you know, uh, to enthuse them to maybe visit that country. Oh, I went to wherever and and I managed to get a, a, an hour off and I went to go around the city and it was beautiful. It was this that, and the other. Do you know what I mean? And that could inform somebody else to go out and then they spend X amount of money in that country. And then they tell somebody else that it's beautiful. Go here, go there. There's restaurants. There's there's. It it's it is unfathomable that the 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 reach of of you just saying that exactly. And I think especially looking at kind of, you know, I mean, I've got it. I sit there and play play it hard. Play it like I've got got it hard. But you know, people that are in university now that are trying to graduate into the industry. I mean, it was it was hard enough as it was when I graduated. But now it's just. You know, like like you say, it's it. You've gone from having this kind of big scope of possibilities that yeah, it was hard to get your foot in the door, but they were there. Whereas now it's kind of all shrunk down to like I saw a photo on Facebook or whatever it was of places you could travel before Brexit without having to have you know visas, whatnot, all this sort of stuff. Places you could go and work free of charge, and you know, it was all these places, and now it's just the UK. You know, I, I, I remember um, doing a. It was a, a the 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 uh, a twinned town. You know, twin towns. So you know, uh, the Berry, our 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 local town where we all grew up, um, was twinned with a place called Angoulême in France. And I remember we we there was a there was a, a music festival in Angoulême, and and we went to Berry Council and said like, you know, we really want to play this. Right? Can you give us some money? And they went, yeah. Um, we got some money, and then we got some money off the Prince's Trust, I think it was as well, to 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 drive out to France and play a festival. So, you know, this is what thirty? No, thirty years? No, um, twenty 
six years, something like that, 25 years ago, and I'm there. I, I can fucking taste it. The, 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 the you know, smell it. it. It was like, oh, my God, we are in another country, soaking up the culture, you know. I, I, I don't know where all these... Fucking! I'm getting so annoyed now. Sorry, man. No, it's all right. I'm. I'm. I feel like I've. I've shouldn't have gone down there, but we're here. We're here. No, but uh, but where else are we gonna go? Do you know what I mean? We can talk about drums and stuff, and I'd love that. But this is this is fairly important. Um, I don't know. Yeah, all I'm saying is like 25 years later, I'm I'm still there, and and I still get a rush out of organizing that and 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 having the the luxury i mean the fucking luxury of of going to another country it's like that's that's absurd that that now to play music which is which is the universal language of cross culture you know uh friendship um it, you know it it, it it crosses all divides race creed language barriers all barriers are taken down by music and now what's happened? I think that that is 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 a disgusting thing. And to monetize it, um, yes, it needs to make money. I understand that, you know. But at the same time, the money going to the people who aren't anything to do with the industry. <laughs> it's not self-perpetuating. There's no support there. No, the kind of you people know. that would listen to the news in the car. There you go. But also, they will go to the fucking cinema and they will buy an album in the supermarket. Um, I know that our manager, Phil, um, you know, it was quite disparaging, but it was quite true. 50 quid, man. So they'd get the, the, the Friday Big Shop, as was, and they'd sneak, uh, they'd sneak an album in there. But they'd only sneak something from the top ten because they don't know any more about music. All they are informed about is what's on the radio. But they buy in music, and they will they will listen to music, but not in any way think of the cost. Did you see the um, the Spotify um, parliamentary inquiry about their payout? Yeah, yeah. I, I remember a little bit. Enlighten me. Um, or is it something that's gonna send us both under even further? <laughs> yeah, it, it it's not good. <laughs> no. Um because again but but the the I think it was three or four major uh, record companies somebody that I know and 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 who worked with Elbow so uh, that's what I'm going to say um we're saying that what you all fucking moaning about it's fine when an artist gets point naught 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 one P per play. Per play. Ridiculous, isn't it? Come on, man. It's an amazing platform. It's an amazing platform. Don't get me wrong. It's amazing. But, you know, there has got to be a transaction in place for somebody to spend years, you know, like like we have. Do you know what I mean? And we do, and we'll continue to do. But at the end of the day, there's got to be a monetary value and we're not talking about mink slippers or fucking you know um i don't know gucci shades and shit it's just like i i, I just want to buy a new pair of sticks or a new head so that i can i can um uh, head drum skin um 
yeah, yeah, so I can carry on playing. That's all I want. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I don't want to eat the fucking um, Ritz. So there's got to be a monetary, monetary value to it. Yeah, I saw, I saw a breakdown again of, it was something about in order to earn average wage for your age group or whatever it was, in order to earn the national UK you know, living wage, yeah. this was how many streams you would have to have per month. I can't remember it? what it was. Something million ridiculous. a month. Yeah, yeah, ridiculous. Which, you know, like like it's just you know I'll never. I mean, like I say, I do. I tend to do a lot more of the the session stuff now. I've not really. Yeah. I, I did the whole my own band thing, and back then when we did, I remember we went into the studio. We all chipped in. What was it? Two hundred and fifty quid a, a piece. So yeah. with three piece, seven hundred and fifty quid in. We put all this in. You know, had the songs recorded, mixed, mastered. They went out and. You know, three years later, we was able to buy ourselves a meal deal each. I know. Oh, you know, that's man. Three quid each. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's, you sit there and you think, I mean, obviously we weren't doing it, you know, the the, the, the idea wasn't to go into it thinking, right, we're going to upload these. The, well, this is the thing. This is the people who, who are strangling the industry. They don't understand. You know, when they're making such a lot of money, that you know, the, the, the people who are actually providing the service... Um, it's the way of the world, man. You know, I'm not that fucking naive by any stretch of the imagination, but, you know, and I don't want a perfect utopia. I just, you know, people should be... Like back in the day, you had a development deal, you know. Uh, a, a label would give you 10 grand and they would take you into the studio and you'd record your EP as was. And, you know, five grand, six grand, 10 grand, whatever, yeah. Right. And they would develop you and encourage you and, and go, right, well, here's some money. You've got some equipment now. You've got, you know, um, <sighs> nothing. There's nothing like that. There's there's no um, there's nowhere for these sort of kids of today. There are a lot, actually, that, you know, that, that there's um, sort of charity-based uh, outfits who provide, you know, so much in terms of musical instruments. But... They've they um, they're on sort of survival mode, you know. Where's all the encouragement for all the the musicians of of tomorrow? It's like, well, you know, <laughs> there's there's no fucking point. No. I know what you mean. It's a it's a never ending battle. <laughs> and it's like you know, it is about who you know. So it, you know. Uh, the, there's so much out there and, and you know, don't take my word for it. It all sounds a bit depressing, but it's just frustrating when I know that I was lucky enough to have, or worked hard enough as well, uh, to have that career. And now I'm seeing, you know, you guys, um, this lot of, of, you know, this year. And it's like, well, what can I tell you? And my son wants to do drama, and he's in a he's in a couple of bands, and he's drumming, and he's going to, into the studio, and it's like, well, what? I don't want you to retrain like the, that fucking government <laughs> advert. Oh God, oh, that was the worst thing I think I've seen I mean, in a long you know, time. I don't know, they've got some fucking balls, haven't they? Anyway, shall we talk about drums yeah. or something? Sorry, I've, I've I brought the tone down. No, 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 no. Like you say, it's one of them that's, I suppose. I think that's what I've, you know, by speaking to, this is what I, I really enjoyed about this podcast is the outlet mm. of speaking to people without having to worry about what the topic is. Like I say, it's yeah, it's one of them that everyone's kind of, especially all the musicians at the moment, they're, 
they're thinking about that all the time in the back of their head, but you yeah. don't really want to talk about it because it, like you say, it puts a down on it, but then you've got to kind of talk about it to, to understand what, how to get out of it, I guess, almost. Exactly right, man. Exactly. Because, you know, I don't know whether it, whether it is a case of uh, uh, being on the left or being on the right, but you know, to me, you know, we had a, a, a Dylan came up for, for dinner last night. Um, and, you know, it it was great because it 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 got really heated, and we we were we were really trying to thrash it out because, you know, um, I think in terms of just understanding what the fuck is happening and how people can fight and go, actually, do you know what? It's not being a fucking downer. This is our lives. This this is our this is our fucking cultural heritage of of music and arts and creativity why the fuck are you is everybody you know um trying to kill it off um so i think i think everybody should should talk about it and continue to fucking talk about it and continue to fight and you know cuz actually it isn't a downer it is what it is and we have to make sure it 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 doesn't you know um sort of reach its end game really I think, like you say, though, it's it's massively affected by the... I feel weird saying younger generation because I feel like I'm probably part of the... But even, like, in terms of... You know, I'm I'm, a, I'm teaching a lot at schools at the moment and one of the main schools I'm at, it's... You know, their, their funding for music has been cut so dramatically. I remember when I was at school, you know, if I decided to, to study music, I got free music lessons to make sure that that was going to be something I stuck with. Yeah. And they then was like, all right, well, you know what, we'll pay for you to have another music lesson of some other instrument. And it's now like, you know, there's there's all these kids that I'm teaching that are wanting to have music lessons. But number one, that they're, they're either like, well, these are too expensive. We can't do that. They go to the school for help. And then the school are like, I'm sorry, but, you know, our funding for music and the arts department's been cut. Uh, it's disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting because, you know, uh, with, 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 with Sarah being a counsellor, you know, she's doing her uh, master's in advanced um, psychotherapy uh, over at Salford. And we've been chatting and her module at the moment is all about expressive therapies, you know, and the, the stuff that, you know, you know what it feels like, man. When you sat at the kit, you don't even have to do anything and you feel better. Do you know what I'm saying? And it's like, right, I've got an hour. I've got, right, what am I going to do? Ooh, do you know what? I'm just going to, I'm I'm literally just going to play. I'm going to put some music on or not. I'm going to play some rudiments or not. I'm just going to sit and play. And, you know, in a technical technical term, it's called dicking about. Oh, yeah. Finding your bit. voice. <laughs> uh, but that's where the magic is, man. It, 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 it's And you see, you know, as a teacher as well, you know, you see... A little kid who's there's 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 a little uh, student uh, of mine called Rosie, and she is like unreal. She's got this the, the look on her face when she start when she, when the dots are connected. And again, you relate to this, and I hope you know everybody who's listening. When it comes together, it's like ping, and that in itself is a form of therapy. Um, and it's expression, it's communication. It's the oldest form of communication. I know Steve White uh, said that, and he and he and he sticks to that philosophy. You know, beating tree trunks 
in in a certain rhythm, you know, the circadian rhythm, the you know, the heartbeat. And it's like, how can it not be a form of expression, you know, uh, in these times, mental and physical health, you know, all instruments are the same. I'm not just saying it's the drummer, but you know, I am a little bit biased, but um, <laughs> it, it, it's that ability to communicate in a in a way that is a connection with other people. And again, you know, we are stuck in front of computer screens, but you know, no, it's it's. Um, I mean, I'm. I know Dylan will, will, you know, agree with me on this one that I'm massively lucky that my parents were so supportive of my career choice and that I wanted to go and do mm. something that wasn't necessarily the norm, you know, especially, yeah. I mean, I'm the middle child, my older brother, and my younger brother are absolute, you know, nerds in the nicest yeah, possible yeah. way. You know, they've yeah. got all the brains doing these, you know, real academic successful careers. And there's me and I'm like, yeah, I kind of want to make noise for a living. Yeah. So the fact that they were wanting to support that, but like, like you say, it's, I've always had one of them that I've not quite understood something the way that if you put it in a musical, musical term, Mm. like my grandma says she used to tell me stories about how she'd plunk me down as a kid you know I'd be nine months old or whatever she'd sit me down and there'd be music playing in the background and I'd just rock back and forth in time to the music yeah, yeah. but I struggled to do you know if someone turns around to me they're like what six sevens I'm like give me a calculator it, do you know what it, it, and there's 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 everything right with that I was going to say there's nothing wrong with that you know it, 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 we can't look at it like that anymore no do you but know what I, I mean think, it kind of perfectly moves on to what I was hoping. Well, one of the things I was hoping to chat to you about was mm. therapy in a musical term, because obviously music as a whole is, you know, people tend to think if you are in music, you are playing some sort of instrument and that, you know, that can be the case, but music is, there's a whole other side of it and something I'm looking more into now and, you know, yeah. doing a co or did a course in and music therapy, you know, it's something that not many people kind of relate, but it's something that we're all kind of subconsciously, have you know like you say when you put on a you know your favorite song you automatically feel a bit better absolutely so it, there's it, that kind of music therapy in us all really but it's i know that it's something well I, I read that it's something you're kind of you know big on and it's something that you kind of yeah. advocate for um so kind of what what was it that started all that is it's you know the same with you past experiences personal experiences with mu music that's made you go down that it. therapy route or all of it all of it all of it, all of it. Um, we all know um, that if, you know, you, you've had a shit day, uh, you put a track on and you're transported, aren't you? Um, you know, this sort of sensory uh, umbrella, uh, if that's a term, um, or this sensory duvet that you put that track on and you are either transported, you know, that sort of synesthesia thing where, where it's like, you know if you've been on uh, a particularly mem memorable holiday or you feel or smell the heat of, of, a, of a holiday or, or whatever, it doesn't matter, you know, whether it's a holiday or you've just been on a nice walk or whatever, you know, you sm that smell of grass, the smell of the sun or, or, or whatever, um, you are uh, associating that with a piece of music. Uh, not all the time, but, you know... Um, and that's it, you know, you feel better, you feel different. So it, it, it's like, I don't know, um, 
I remember when we released the Newborn EP. This is one of the first ones. Uh, I think the first EP. I'm not too sure. I might get shouted down for that. Um, but uh, a track called Newborn. Um, and we got a, uh, a letter. <laughs> a letter. Handwritten oh, letter. God. I know, man. This, this, this is going back. Okay. Um, <laughs> so... And it's about this this uh, this couple who had uh, unfortunately had a, a stillborn, um, and she'd had to go through um, the uh, the delivery, the labour and delivery, uh, and unfortunately, you know, it was a it was a, a stillborn. But knowing this throughout the you know procedure, um, so imagine imagine that <laughs> it is unimaginable. Um, to be quite honest, the magnitude of of, of that, and they, um, you know, because I mean, we had Phil, the manager. He he was working out uh, out of his out of his cellar in his house. Uh, he had a full time job, and then he was managing this 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 band and and uh, and whatever. So we kind it was kind of weird because who did they address it to anyway? Um, they did it, and we we saw it, and um, they said that the the track newborn helped them through it, and it was like, well, you know, fucking hell, that's yeah, it's not too shabby, that is it? That's big, that yeah, you know, and that's that's the first kind of track that we released, um, and in amongst you know, being in a band and and doing what what young bands do. Um, it really, it really hit us all. I think I, I, I um, uh, and I remember going, "Fucking hell, that's pretty deep, man." Um, I mean, we're all really fucking stoned, so it's probably like a really profound conversation that we had. But <laughs> it, it, it's huge, you know. And 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 our music of us doing what we did directly affected, helped, um, you know. Um, enabled somebody or helped somebody to get through pretty much the worst thing imaginable. Right. So that's where it kind of came from. And then the, this thought of, you know, obviously angsty teenager and all that shit. You don't understand what I'm going through. And then you go in your room and you put a tune on and, and you know, uh, Soundgarden for me and, you know, um, Pearl Jam and, and stuff like that. So... Mm-hmm. You know, and then yeah, you know, Chris and Eddie, they really get me, and all this kind of stuff. But it's it's true. It's like a piece of music supports you, uh, enables you to create a framework of of support for yourself. You know, self soothing. And this is exactly what Sarah's module is going on about um, uh, with um, expressive therapy. Um, and it's yeah. It, it, that's what it is. You know, you go yeah. to a gig. And this is why I'm surprised that, that you know, we've not fucking, I don't know, raised up and <laughs> burned the Houses of Parliament down. I don't, <laughs> I, don't, I don't advocate that. But, you know, going to a gig, buying a piece of record, you know, uh, buying a, a, a piece of music, um, you know, going to the pub. Yes, going to the pub is one thing, but, you know, surely... Going to a gig, uh, bands rehearsing, releasing music, going to a festival. I mean, I've not got all the answers, but surely that's that's better than 
I don't know. I'm going to say something contentious now. <laughs> it, uh, but I think just in terms of, uh, of the therapy aspect, it, you know, um, I've had students on the on the um, uh, AS, uh, autistic spectrum, uh, kids with dyspraxia and, you know, adults with uh, on, on the spectrum and uh, adults with um, dyspraxia. They'll have trouble, not trouble, but, you know, it, it, communicate, verbal communication it is not, uppermost okay but communicating through uh, an instrument is is everything you know or offsetting that with playing music you know i found it um and then you know you'd go out and you'd be out all day and then you come back you come back here and you and you you know um uh, put your thoughts onto the kit whether that's smashing the shit out of it or playing with brushes, do you know what I mean? So yeah, no, I, I've I've had the pleasure of you know similar sort of instances. I won't name any you know names, but I had a student who, when he started, his parents were like, you know, he was um, he had Down syndrome, and his parents were like, you know, don't yeah. expect him to count. He he can't count. And yeah. within the first lesson, half an hour later, he, he was counting to four because he associated the numbers with a part of the, the kit. And his parents' face was, I mean, his face was one thing, but his parents' face was just another, I'll never forget it. Like, it's imprinted him, yeah. And like you say, it's one of them that the thought of that not being an option for kids is it's heartbreaking. Yep, it is. But, you know, um, there's so much money going into, what the, is it, the three R's, reading, writing, and, and arithmetic. Um, as it was back in the day, um, or the sciences and stuff. Hugely important, obviously, I get it. But, you know, that, exactly what we've just been talking about, is phenomenal uh, in its magnitude. And, and to and to think that people in a position of, of power um, would even consider that is just beyond me. Um, but you know, you know, uh, and that enables you as a as a facilitator to keep to, to I don't know. It, it's understanding your own pedagogy and, and and your own way of teaching and and how best to get it across to students. Right. Well, that's not going to work. That's not going to work. But my, this might work. Do you know what I mean? And you've been able to 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 help every student that you've that you've had and you will have into trying understanding something about themselves as much as understanding how to play the, the kit and that's why i love the drums because it, it is it is it's learning a lot about yourself uh, and how you learn oh for sure yeah it's uh yeah i don't know like i say it's something i could sit and ramble on about for hours how it's helped and how it's changed things mm. for not just myself but people that well i was going to say you know have you i mean i have i found it, it it's really helped me uh has it helped you oh for sure for sure i was yeah. i was the biggest little shit at school i was a, <laughs> not not like never came across like that nah, <laughs> i wasn't a um i don't describe i wasn't a a, a without using Words that I shouldn't use. I wasn't an <laughs> I wasn't a knobhead. You know what I mean? I wasn't like yeah, yeah, yeah. the kid that, yeah, yeah. that bullied people or Cheeky. the kid that yeah. I was more the class clown. Yeah. And it was one of them that, you know, I remember 
I remember a teacher and I, 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 you know, hope one day I get to meet him again because he was one of them, you know, kind of influential people in your life that I remember he, um, he sat down. I was, I was basically pissing around in maths as I did every lesson. And I had my, I think it was grade five or grade six exam or something. I was in year nine, I think. And, um, he was like, you're not going to your exam. And I was like, what do you mean? I'm not going to my exam. And he basically, you know, like stood me up in front of the whole class and, you know, ripped me apart. And then eventually I managed to, you know, get out and get to my exam. I went back the following day to, to maths and he sat me in this little room and he basically just gave me this kind of like, I don't want to say motivational speech, but that's what it felt like at the time. And he was like, look, I know you enjoy your music, but, you know, if you don't start putting your, you know, yeah. the, this this silly side of you away and start concentrating on on what it is, then it's not going to be beneficial for you. And yeah. literally over over the term, that was it. I was... You know, didn't get didn't get myself on report again. I was spot on. Managed to somehow leave school with decent results, and uh, yeah, like I say, I I you know put that down to music as as a whole because I'd come back from school, terrible day at school. You know, done nothing but sit in detention all day, but could come home, play some drums, and and everything would be good again. See, that's it. It's that reset button, isn't it? It it's that okay. Well, yeah this happened that happened this happened somebody else kind of like a yeah it's a what's the word it's a it's a constant you know what i mean it's not everything i, I think always everything's always changing isn't it? but if you've always got that constant to go to like even just you know even if just thinking about in terms of the last year like i i moved in to my own place on september 2019 so up until that point, I'd always lived with people. So I'd just started, you know, getting used to living on my own and a pandemic hits and I'm locked in my house for, you know, months on end. And luckily I had my practice room down the road that I was teaching from, but that was my, you know, without my kit, I, I, I can hands down say I would have lost my head because without being able to go to my drums every night and having that kind of constant and something to do and something to look forward to, I would have just probably spent all day sleeping and boozing. That's it, man. It's... um I don't know. I mean, it's it, looking at my students, um, you know, either in halls or whatever. And, and same with Dylan. You know, you don't want to piss anybody off, but at the same time, that there's that there's a there is a need to get ideas out and record them. Um, so, it, yeah, obviously speaking to uh, to to all the sort of management and bods at, at, at both unis just to try and get players back in just even if it's just you know you can only get you know half an hour but yeah it, it's it's got to be done because you know end of the day it it's a very physical instrument um you know, I, I, and it is, it, it's a pain for other people to deal with. Yeah. Is there any sign of that in the future, like in the near future of getting students back in or? Do you know what? I think it's a daily thing. I think, um, you know, we are being led by donkeys, so we just don't <laughs> know. I mean, that that government. Um, Sorry, yeah. We want to, we you know, we want to get everybody back in. Um, we managed to do it. Um, up until this last uh, lockdown, we've got to do the lockdowns. We should have done it last March, you know, and and all the rest of that whole conversation. But you know, 
if if we'd have been stricter, um, things might have been different. Uh, might not have been, but you know, hindsight is is generally a, a favourable thing. But I think in terms of um, education, I don't know. It, um, there was so much being done um, to minimise the risk. <sighs> but I don't know. Um, so yeah, as 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 soon as possible, you know, get getting people back in. Getting people back in. I know. Um, basically, I, I put up a post earlier, kind of mentioning that you was coming on. If anyone had any questions, and one of them kind of links to almost what we were just talking about. Someone asked what your kind of most. I don't want to say like the pinnacle moment of your career or like a, a turning point of your career, but is there any sat kind of points in your career? I know you mentioned you know that when you all received that letter. Um, but is there any times where you've sat there and thought like, holy shit, this has happened all? Being asked to do your podcast, mate. <laughs> this is it. Yeah. I'm here. I'm at, I'm at the top. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's pretty good, man. I like it. Oh, I, I really like it. it. Um, I appreciate it. Uh, I don't know. I think, um, ah, shit, that's a lot. That's a big old question. Um, I know, like I say, you've got you've got some. I can imagine you've got a, a million and one stories. Uh, I, I would probably say, on a personal level, um, you know, um, getting um, uh, getting on Gretsch, I think, and uh, Zildjian, um, and Vic Firth, and Remo, and I should name them all: uh, Pro Racket uh, and Porter and Davis. Were they all kind of DW. similar? Was it? <laughs> get more, get more. I'll, I'll <laughs> overdub that. I'll really overdub that. Um, I'll overdub that with this. This is sponsored by, and then I'll I'll put them all in there. Oh, it's fine. Yeah, I, I mean that sounds like a like I'm a I'm a corporate whore, but I'm I'm <laughs> so grateful. Did did one come and then they kind of all followed like a snowball effect, or is it kind of? Well, it was it was actually I I should put Zildjian at the top there and Vic Firth because. Um, you know, and obviously Dino at Pro Racket, but they're they're just like the 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 support, and and I know that you know that there's less and less of this happening because there's less and less money because people are not buying kits because they can't afford to, and uh, you know what I mean. That that particular sort of um that whole sort of ever decreasing circles really. But you know, um, I remember Gavin Thomas from um, from Yamaha, uh, my first sponsors. I love Gavin. What a what a bloke. What a bloke. Oh man, what a fucking dude. Um so yeah, uh and we were at the dairy in Brixton. Uh I can't remember which album it was. It was Ben Hillier, so one of the first two. Um I think it was cast actually. But um and Gavin was like, you know, we'll, we'll get you a kit, build you a kit and uh, this silver sparkle um uh, Maple Custom Absolute. And I was just like, oh, shit. You know, I love that kit. Um, I, yeah, I mean, it, you know, um, that for any drummer, I think, you know, on a personal level, it, it's amazing, you know. Holy shit. And obviously Tina and and, um, and Bob at Zildjian. Um, and yeah, shit, I, I actually... Oh God, wanker alert! But um, I remember it being in Boston. We we had a gig, and uh, I went to go to the Zildjian factory and see uh, see these things being made. And I actually shed a bit of a tear. At it, the only time was when the, you know it printed the Zildjian, 
uh, at the back end, so all the symbols were done, they were all bright and shiny, and then it just printed the zillion. And I remember working my fucking ass off, uh, paper rounds, and, and it was a ZBT. Oh, yeah. So proper bo- bottom of the range. Uh, but it was like, I think I've got it. Still got it somewhere. Um, and it, you know, like now it's like it, it doesn't sound very good, and it's, it's a bit battered and whatever, but... Um, I think it was his EBT. Anyway, it was, it was a low range one. And yeah, I remember working so fucking hard for that symbol. Making me um, cry. You're making me tear up. Well, it's true, isn't it? You know, you get your first bit of kit and it's like, holy shit, I've got to get like 3,742 other bits of <laughs> kit now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That was the, that was the mistake, buying, buying your first bit of proper kit that wasn't, you know, a paper head or symbols that yeah. caved in when you hit him. And then you, that's it. You, you don't stop from there. It's just, it, yeah, it just is. I mean, uh, and then playing with, obviously with elbow, I, I think probably either Brixton. Oh, no, the Academy in Manchester. There's three gigs, really. Well, I mean, there's fucking thousands of them, but four uh, four that, that, that really have got me. The Academy in Manchester, which was like, 2,000 caps, so, you know, there's a lot of people there. And I remember Lard, uh, Mark and Lard, uh, the DJs. Um, and Lard, he, um, he introduced us, and I was I was fucking pooing it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> there was a lot of people yeah. there. There was a big old cheer when we, when we, when we got introduced, and I was like, oh, shit. Um, <laughs> and then uh, Brixton Academy was like, oh, that was whopper, that one. That was that was huge, Manchester Arena, um, then the O2 Arena, and then we did I think two or three nights at Sydney Opera House, and that Sydney was Opera House, bloody hell. that was fucking that was mental. Um, yeah, I mean, like I say, I can imagine you've got you've got yeah, one you could probably you, you, Glaster. When was Glaster now? Shit, man. Yeah, Sarah got me the uh, the poster of that. Um, 2000 and no, it's not 2011. 2011? 2009? Am I making that up? We did 2009. I think it was 2000. No, 2000. Oh, fucking hell. I'm so bad with dates. That's nothing. Names and dates. I haven't got a Scooby Doo's. Uh, it was. Um, bear with. When we did the uh, my last. My last one was when the uh, when Coldplay did it with Milo. Xylotoe on that tour. I think, yeah, that was good. That was a good do. Uh, I can't find it now. Never mind. Let's have a look for that. I've got the poster upstairs. Was it 2011? There's one here. There's one 2008. Uh, 2000 and... Yeah, 2000, 2008. Oh, 2011. Yeah. It's 2011. Sorry, man. it's been re-uploaded. It said seven months ago. It's been re-uploaded. Yeah, it is. It's... Uh, by BBC Music, so I was confused by that. Yeah, 2011. It is that one. Um, yeah, that, that was quite a good one. Um, yeah, that, that that was pretty big. But I remember tripping up going on stage. Um, <laughs> it was when D- uh, we, uh, Dylan was there. Um, and we were all sort of backstage. And then Sarah and Dylan were, were, were somewhere else. And we were all sort of getting ready. And I was like, oh, where are they? Turn on this corner, and because we 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 knew Coldplay from touring with them, um, and we'd just known them because they'd played the Roadhouse where we used to work. 
like years oh, ago yeah. in Manchester. Yeah, that like the first first sort of circuit, and we'd we'd sort of you know met various gigs and fezzies and whatever. Um, and guy got on well with Chris, and um, yeah, uh, and we supported him a few times in the US and uh, and whatever. So yeah, I just looked over, and uh, because obviously Chris was married to Gwyneth Gwynny um, at the at the time, um, I turned around and Dylan was sat. Sarah was just next to him, but he was sat in between Beyonce, Jay Z. And Gwyneth has a photo <laughs> that we've got of Dylan just looking, just whatever. Uh, and That'd Beyonce, be everywhere. Yeah, man. Um, and then the the crowd was singing "Hey Jude," and then it morphed into "One Day Like This," and it was just like you know, hundred and whatever thousand people singing your song. It was, it was a bit of a bit of a moment. I must admit. I think I think we all had a like a. Um, like a massive whiskey before we went on. <laughs> Usually it would involve, you know, a little bit of drinking, a little bit of drinky poos before. But, um, yeah, that was like, oh, shit, don't fuck this up, God. You know what I mean? That's what my uh, drum tech always said, don't fuck it up every time I went on stage. What is the, the, the best word you want to hear in it before you go on? <laughs> <laughs> I think he wrote it on my, on my kit somewhere, on my snare drum, I think it was. I always Don't had a, one of my mates' dads that I used to play with. Whenever we used to go on, he'd always he'd always ask me one question. He was like, "Do you know what you're doing?" Before every show, <laughs> his one question would be, "Do you know what you're doing?" And he'd sit there. Yeah, Sometimes it's Seventy West. I'd be like, "Do I know what I'm doing?" <laughs> oh no, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. It's that seed of doubt, isn't it? It's just that seed of doubt. It's like, oh shit, yeah. Have I done that? Have I left the iron on? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> or, or or left the oven on? <laughs> it's just that shit. I honestly don't know. Um, yeah, I used to I used to love that um, that little bit. That's the only bit, little bit I miss really is is you know the sort of stage time. That sort of um, all right job on. Kind of it kind of blends into the 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 well. This this question came up quite a bit actually. Um, they're all quite you know personal questions, I guess. But it works. It works. Um, it the other one is. Is there anyone in particular, it could be, you know, a, another player or just someone in general that's influenced you a lot in your playing career or in, in you know, life in general? Um, is there anyone that's particularly stood out that's kind of helped you or, you know, pushed you to where, where you are? I think um, it's like a Grammy speech, isn't it? i got to think. Um, yeah, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm sure there'll be just as many people listening. <laughs> um I don't, yeah, I don't know, man. It, 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 it's that's a weird one. Uh, it's a very good question. Um, I thought that when I saw it, I was like, "Oh, this is a tricky question." It's, it, it is a tricky one. Um, obviously, it, you know, uh, the rest of the lads, you know, um, for whatever reason, you know, we've not chatted since I left. Um, and it's been fine. There's a lot to process. Do you know what I mean? Um, and my choice, it wasn't a, a, a quick choice, but it was a choice and it was fairly black and white. I'm a bit like that. I um and are a lot and people who are listening who know me go, 
What's he fucking talking about? Um, but it was it was pretty like no, I need, I need to I need to go. Um, right. How long ago was that? Now uh, it was about six years, maybe six five, years, and that was five, that was to pursue years. your teaching and. Well, yeah, just just to just to get out. Um, I was being a bit of a dick. Um, we were all being a bit of a dick. Let's put it <laughs> that way. Uh, more economically, um, and I, I, I just felt I needed to go and reset, rethink. Um, I was given a few different options. You know what about this? What about that? Well, you know, you could do this, you could do that. I was like, no, I need to, I need to just do one. Um, and yeah, you know, um, I love, you know, fucking people who do that. They always say, yeah, I lo- yeah, but I made, I love what I'm doing. And it's like, I actually do. I, I don't miss um, elements of it. I miss some. There you go. That's that's pretty democratic. That a uh, diplomatic rather. Um, uh, in that there's elements that I don't miss and there's elements that I do miss. But the fact that, you know, I've learned a shit ton about myself and not being in a bubble and being pretty exposed, um, not literally because that would be awful, but just being exposed and, um, yeah, it's been it's been an, a very very rewarding and interesting journey since leaving, especially with the teaching. And I've just managed to uh, get through my PG cert, which was a bit of an eye opener. Um, and yeah, and I've played more and I've been more creative since leaving. I've not worked as much as 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 I thought I as I thought I would have wanted to. If that makes sense, yeah, you know, like, you know, fucking phones red hot with sessions here, and you know, uh, offers of gigs there, and you know, you need to do a tour with us. I love your drumming. Da, da, da. I think that was a bit of my ego just sort of getting in the way of everything. So, in t- in terms of a bit of a, a bit of a learning curve and a bit of a, you know, um, time out, it, it it's been very good. Um, so that answers that answers that one. I mean, I didn't want to. Uh, obviously, I'd love to talk about your time with Elbow and you're leaving, but I feel like you might get asked that a lot. So I wanted to try and. It's fine, man. It, you no, know, avoid. Fine. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It just comes out a, a little bit cliched when you go. Yeah, it was the best decision I've ever made. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, for me, it 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 was. Um, it's funny because I've had a few. Um, as a little bit of. Um, of a, uh, a reconnect, only very, very small with Pete. Funnily enough, there's been um, uh, some photos of old, um, pe- you know, people I went to school with. Uh, one guy called Kirk Johnson, he, he, he sent a, a picture of the football team we were in when we were kids, like just fucking randomly over the last week. Um and then uh, somebody, uh, Micah Purnell, who who we were hanging about with years and years ago, and and you know, sort of kept in contact over over the years uh, through the ether. Um, and he's, he sent me a picture of of me, Pete, and Craig, 
I'm recording drums. I think it was a, a, out in France on our first... It might have been that Angoulême exchange thing. Right. It might have been something else. I'm get very confused. Um, and it was my first Yamaha Power V. It wasn't like a sponsored. It was one that I, one that I, uh, I bought with, you know, paper round money and all that shit. Um, and it's, it, it's crazy. I'm like, what the fuck's going on here? You know, because um, we're moving, we're we're moving back down. Uh, hopefully, moving back down to South Manchester, as I kind of mentioned before. But it was just to give a bit of a heads up, really, um, um, to 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 Pete. Uh, it was nice, you know, a little bit of back and forth. So you know, we'll 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 see. It's one of them, man. Um, either or, you know, so far so good. I think for everybody concerned. So hopefully for everybody concerned. Um, so yeah, you know, we'll fucking see. Don't know. Exactly. Go with the flow. That's all we can do at the moment, isn't it? Go with the. This is it. it it's uh, and that's why being a creative is such a an amazing thing. Uh, or to be creative is to you know to embrace what is what is happening at any one time. Breathe in through the nose. Breathe out through the nose. You know, uh, a five and a half and five and a half. That's apparently the best. Um, been reading a book, um, um, uh, Sarah and I, um, about, it's just called, I think it's just called Breath. It's either Breath or Breathe. Uh, I'll do, what's it called? Uh, what's the dude? Uh, You'll have breath. to uh, book. There send, you me go. send me that. Breath. Bre- breath, yeah, by James Nestor. And it will blow your fucking mind it, it, it will blow your mind uh it's um it's amazing breathing in and out through the through the nose rather than the mouth um oh i've got a bit of vocal fry there uh yeah sorry that's really it's bad. Right. it's um i'm cautious of taking up too much of your time because i know you've got uh oh, let's say this thing with mike later on we've been chatting an hour and 15 minutes already Bloody hell, don't get me going, mate. You've only asked one question. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I appreciate you giving up your time to uh, to chat to me today. It's been, um, yeah, like I say, it's one mate, of... Mate, honestly, you know, as soon as you asked me, um, I really wanted to do it um, because, you know, as I said before, um, you know, great player um, and, you know, a, 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 a proper nice guy. Uh, and that. doing these kind of things and the profile you've got on Insta and the way you're doing it and, and teaching and all that kind of thing, it really locks into, to, you know, um, what I'm doing as well. So, you know, um, yeah. Oh, for sure. Be, it's a pleasure, man. There's some uh, some things I'll, you know, hopefully have a chat with you about soon that I've got in the works that would be great. Right. To, great to get you on. But, yeah, um, before you mm. go, there is one final question. Um, go on. I try and ask everyone that comes on. Uh, you can answer this music-based if you like. You can answer it completely off-topic. It's completely up to you. We've had ones based on tomato ketchup. Uh, I had a chat with Brad. That's the next one that's coming out. Brad Webb. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, I was chatting with him the other day, and his was about fly tipping. Um, but basically, if you could uh, come up with one rule or one law that went into play at midnight tonight, so you know a law that everyone had to follow from tomorrow onwards, <laughs> what would it be? Like I say, it doesn't have to be music-related. It can be as... Deep and meaningful as you like, or it can be <laughs> as uh, yeah light-hearted and as comical as you want. Yeah, uh, Brad's got a thing with the fly tipping. That really fucks me off. As well, being a being a um, 
a dog owner and a conscientious dog owner as well. People who leave, who don't either don't pick up the dog shit or put it in a in the in the in the, in a bag, you know, like a um, a, a ready made dog poo bag, and fucking leave it. <laughs> I mean, you know, I feel like they've so just it, done. Yeah, they've done more harm than good there because they've added plastic to the mix. Yeah. Well, apparently they're biodegradable, but it's like, you think about it, the bag will biodegrade in about 100 years and you'll still have that bit of dog (laughs) shit on the pavement. That annoys me. And also, um, 20 mile an hourers and middle laners on the motorway. There you go. There's a bunch. That was mine. Mine was middle lane drivers need to be fined because... They do my editing, but I also appreciate the fact that if you're in a 30, I get, you know, if I was caught doing 40 in a 30, I get fined. So why isn't someone that's doing 20 in a 30? That's it. It's dangerous. And usually, usually, I mean, you know, they could be anxious and and it's whatever, but, you know, you could at least have um, uh, an A sticker on your car. You know, I mean, you're a new driver, there's the P, provisional and all that kind of thing, but... Do you know what I'm saying? It, yeah. Yeah. It's a balance, isn't it? But I think it's the middle laners and the dog shit. <laughs> they are one of the worst. It's, uh, yeah, it's just that middle lane. One day, one day I'll get, <sighs> something, I'll get something done. I'll get something done. I'll, Do uh, it, man. Midnight tonight. Let's get it done. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, like I say, I appreciate you uh, going on today. It's been a, an insightful one for sure, and it's nice to chat through some of the Mate. crap that's going on with someone else that understands, you know, the shitstorm we're in, I guess, but... Um, Definitely, man. Um, thank you for having me, you know what I mean? Thank you for thinking of me and asking, and uh, yeah, it's been uh, it's been a cracker, mate. Hopefully it'll uh, it'll come across all right. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. And if anyone um, anyone's listening that wants to go and, you know, like I say, Rick's normally the one on the op- other end asking people questions, and you've got... How many have you got now of the uh, Instagram lives with, with people? Oh, do you... <laughs> A lot. A ton. A don't lot. Know. They're on the they're on the highlights and I, I I just I don't know, just just keep doing them as and when. On the highlights people can be asked doing them. Anyone that's not following you, which I imagine they will be, it's Jup Jup Elbow on Instagram, correct? Yeah. Jup. Yeah, man. J U W P Elbow. That's the one. Perfect. So you can catch them all on there. And uh yeah, see how it's it's done by the pros. See how interviewing someone's done professionally, unlike me, just rambling on. <laughs> 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 Fucking hell, mate. <laughs> That's pushing it. That is proper pushing it. No, but uh, yeah, thanks again, mate. And uh, I'll catch you soon. Yeah, you will do, man. Uh, yeah, sweet. All right, mate. Nice one. Nice one. Spot on. Cheers, everyone, for listening. I'll catch you in the next one. <laughs>